Welcome back to the Seven Valley CrossFit Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Murdoch, and I'm super excited to share this episode with you. My guests are Amanda Link and Lydia Allen. What you probably already know is that both Lydia and Amanda are coaches here at our gym. What you might not know is that Amanda also works one-on-one with Lydia's sister, Claire. In this episode, we chat about the work that Amanda's doing here inside the gym with Claire, and Lydia shares with us some of the huge impacts that CrossFit has made on Claire and her life outside the gym. Claire's CrossFit journey is nothing short of inspiring, which is why we wanted to share it with others. Enjoy the episode. All right, guys, let's get started. Um, So... Lydia, Amanda, thanks for coming in to do this podcast with me. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So, you know, you guys know I asked you here to kind of to just chat about the work that Amanda you're doing with Claire, Lydia's sister here in our gym, because not a lot of members know what goes on, but I think it's really special and it's worth sharing for sure. So, um, you know, because Claire doesn't come to our group classes, not a lot of people know Claire, have had a chance to meet her. So Lydia, can you just share with us a little bit about your sister, Claire? Claire is my sister. She has um, intellectual disabilities, kind of like autism, but they have said that that's not the diagnosis. They haven't been able to give a clear diagnosis. Um, She's 25 years old. Uh, She's been doing CrossFit for 25 or for two years she's 25 years old she's been doing CrossFit for almost two years um, she's selective nonverbal which is something interesting about her she doesn't she knows how to talk and she knows what's going on but she doesn't she chooses not to talk which makes things so challenging sometimes like like most members <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Thanks. Um, thanks for that little background about Claire. So, um, Amanda, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? I know our members know that you're a CrossFit Level 1 trainer here part-time, but what is it about your background that made you a good fit to work with Claire? So, I got my master's in adapted physical education at SUNY Cortland. Um, I took the adapted cert, I think, back in February of 2018 with you. Mm-hmm. Um, But before I have my current job at Cornell, I worked as a recreational therapist for a dementia unit and also as a physical activity specialist for a daycare. So I was involved with working with people with disabilities and I wanted to kind of get back to that. Mm -hmm. But my current job, I didn't have that opportunity, but you presented me with, Mm -hmm. hey, we have a member who's interested. She has different abilities. Would you want to work with her? And I think my response was yes. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) as soon as possible. Yeah, so what is, what is your current job? Just fill us in there. Um, I'm an event coordinator at Cornell. So okay. I do little workshops all over New York State. Okay, so nothing to do with people recreation with or people yep. with disabilities. Um, but that is your education. Yes. Awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to provide you with an opportunity to use that yes. training and experience and knowledge that you have. Um, cool. So, all right, so we've got Amanda, really great fit to work with Claire. Um, So let's go back a little bit. Lydia, you, I remember you approached me a couple summers ago now, like Amanda said, or you said two two years ago, um, and you said, hey, you know, do you think anyone here on staff would be up for or willing to work with my sister Claire? It would have to be a one-on-one session, um, group classes wouldn't be appropriate for. So what was, I'm just curious, what was it about CrossFit or your experiences with coming here or with CrossFit 
that made you think that it would be a good fit for Claire? My mom had seen something on Facebook called Autism Fitness, um, and it, it, it was like a one-on-one -on -one training thing where they were using equipment and doing just functional movements mm -hmm. with different equipment, like um, I think there were sandbags and just knocking cones over and small things like that. And she was really interested. She, she wanted me to go get certified in it. Um, she was actually going to purchase the items to have at home, but then she decided that that wasn't the best. Like she wouldn't be able to do it and she knew that she didn't have time to work with my sister at home on that. Mm -hmm. So I, when I was doing CrossFit, I was like, this is really similar to the autism fitness. This is, it, it was along the same lines. So I, I talked to my mom about it. I was like, hmm, I wonder if this would be a good idea. I wonder if they'd do one-on-one. -on -one. And she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that'd be perfect. Because they're looking for something for Ashley, Claire's one-on-one, -on -one, to do with Claire during the day. Mm -hmm. um, they're always looking for things. We tried to go to the, uh, the gym at Cortland State and they wouldn't let Ashley in because she's not a not an alumni. Oh, I remember that. So yep. Claire couldn't get in without my parents, and that was something that they were like, we don't want to be the ones that take her. We want Ashley. Um, so that was a challenge that we had to like figure out how to get her doing something fitness-related yep. somewhere where we could do that. So that was part of it. Um, my mom wanted to be able to build, like start building different relationships with Claire. Mm -hmm. So not just Ashley, not just family, not just the people that she's used to seeing, someone different and in a different environment. Awesome, yeah, <clears throat> I remember that. So let's just clarify a little bit for listeners. So Claire, she doesn't work, she's at home and Ashley is her one-on-one. -on -one. So what So what does that mean? What does Ashley do with Claire? Just give us like a quick description. Like so she's with her? She's with her uh, from 8 a.m. until 3.45 p.m. Mm -hmm. while my parents are at work. Um, once my parents retire, she's, we're planning to still have her come. Mm -hmm. Probably not as much, but still have her during the day to give my parents some relief. Um, right. Sometimes she comes on the weekends or um, at night when my parents have stuff scheduled mm -hmm. at night. She really just takes Claire on different like trips and outings um, to try to get her out in the community yep. and okay. doing things like trying to get her to go to, store, to stores to buy things and have her actually do those motions of yeah. buying things because she doesn't do that. Awesome. Okay, great. So we've got we've got a pretty good picture of your parents wanted something that Ashley could do with Claire and for Claire during the days while your parents are at work. Awesome. Um, okay. So we got it started. We got the ball rolling. We'll just kind of go in chronological order here. So um, Amanda, what were your like beginning stages with Claire like or your first steps um, or your first couple sessions with her? It was like with any member we have, just getting to know her, getting to see how she moved. Um, the biggest hurdle was the selective communication, mm -hmm. which I've gotten a definite answer. She does not like Cher. I asked her if she wanted <laughs> to listen to Cher and I got an audible, no. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Most of the time she just kind of, no, no. 
but yeah. I had a real definite, like, no, we're not listening to Cher. Okay. Kind of hurt my heart, but. <laughs> yeah, and we, you know, we know now she likes Taylor Swift she a little better Swift. than Justin Cher. Bieber. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was just like with any member getting to know her, getting her, getting her to feel comfortable in this environment. Mm -hmm. So the first couple of training set, well, first couple of months, it was um, a lot of prompting. Like we start every class getting on the bike for three minutes. Like mm -hmm. that's just our routine. Yep. So for probably six, seven months, it was like a five to 10 minute ordeal like to get her on the bike. But one day she just walked in, looked at me, got on the bike. And like, I think I looked at Ashley and we started crying. Like we were just <laughs> so excited that she, she was just like, oh yeah, I got this. Like, yeah. and so now that is still our routine. Like she comes yeah. in, gets on the bike for three minutes. Yeah. So and, and at this point you were working with her one time a week, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And do you remember how, I don't remember exactly how long did the one time a week last until we switched it, bumped it up to twice a week? I think it was a little over a year. Okay. Because I remember we hit the year mark and we were talking about moving it up to two, but we needed permission and blah, blah, blah. Yes. Right. Fun stuff. But yep. I think it was a little after a year we moved okay. it to two sessions. So a year of once a week. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we bumped it up to twice a week, which is where she's currently at coming yep. with you. Um, what about like some specific goals that you had in the beginning? I know, I think I remember talking with the three of us or you and I and Claire's mom um, mm -hmm. talked about, you know, what she would like to see come out of these sessions. What, can you describe a little bit about what those were? A lot of it was uh, like functional movements. So mm -hmm. like box step ups or being able to pull herself up, get up off the floor. Mm -hmm. So like burpees used to take us a very long time to get down and back up, but now we did I think four burpees the other day, like okay. no problem. Okay. So it was just about building strength. And I remember your mom telling me a story how used to getting, getting her into your brother's truck. Yeah. It was like a big ordeal. Like they'd have to like push her in, but now she just grabs the handle and like pulls herself in. So really like basic life necessities, getting mm -hmm. in and out of a car, getting up and down off the floor by yourself. Mm -hmm you know, being able to sit down and stand up. Yeah. So really core, functional, strength. awesome, really yeah. functional movements there. Okay, cool. So we'll dive in a little bit later about how those have, um, like what those look like inside mm -hmm. the gym. I think some, you know, our members kind of have an idea. We squat so that we can get up and down off the toilet. Um, we do burpees so that we can get ourselves up and down off the floor mm -hmm. by ourselves. Cool. Um, are there any particular, um, aside from the bike, uh, having her get on the bike um, without prompting? Are there any other particular successes you remember having in the beginning or even um, obstacles, things that didn't work out in those very beginning stages? Uh, deadlifts. She's not a fan of deadlifts. Okay. Girl, <laughs> my own heart. Okay. Um, but we're work. I try and squeeze them in when I can. Um, what other um, sit-ups okay. or another big accomplishment? It used to be I would hold her hands help her down, help her back up, then I would go. Uh -huh. But then one day I went to go help her down, help her up, and she like brushed me off and just did it on her oh, own. I think great. you were here yeah, that day. I was here that day. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And I just, I think I looked at you and almost I, started crying. I, I, I did yeah. start crying yep. that day. I was like, oh my God, she yeah. just did it. And um, we were trying to do like a high box step up. So I had the, the 22 yeah. inch box or the 20 inch box, uh -huh. and I had a bar on the rig. Yep. And I, I wanted her to pull herself up using the bar and stepping on the box. And I remember Lydia was there and Ashley was there. We wanted her to use her right foot. Yeah, she uses her left foot all the time. All She'll the time. step up with her left foot 
no matter what. It's the right yes. foot that she like will not step up with. So Lydia's on the floor holding her left foot down. Okay. Ashley put her right foot on the box and we're just trying to get her to go up. It, it didn't work that day, but okay. we revisited it, uh, I think last month and she did it no problem. Like pulled herself up using her right foot awesome. on top of the box and I was like, yes. And I, <coughs> Ashley and I were reminiscing about yeah. how like you were on the floor <laughs> yeah. and we're all trying to like get her to go and like so just building strength over time, you know. Yeah. Introducing yeah. the movement again even though it didn't work the first time. Yeah, absolutely. And and honestly that makes me think about like with any of our members here, the mm -hmm. first time you walk in here, you're not gonna be doing everything right or well or, you know, ideally it takes a lot of sessions and a lot of practice to get yes. there. So I think that's really cool that that carryover is the same way. And, you know, what I like about the sit-ups story is, it, I mean, it, it's probably not that she got, like, you know, she didn't develop a six-pack in those few months of working on sit-ups. Like, it's not like she got tremendously, like, built that much more core strength. She did, but I like that she, like, was able to practice, like, the neurological pattern of mm -hmm. laying down, sitting up, laying down, sitting up. And so she did it so many times assisted with you that now it's like, you know, she's learned it to be mm -hmm. able to do it on her own. So I think that that's, you know, aside from the strength, that's another huge benefit of, you know, working functional movements. Mm -hmm. So hopefully she and her life can sit up in bed on her own without something to, someone having to assist her to do that. Cool. Um, great. So Leah, let's... Um, let's check in with you and, you know, outside the gym stuff. So ha I'm curious, you know, have you, have you seen any impact on Claire, any changes in Claire since she started coming to CrossFit, like outside of the gym and your family life? Uh, so a couple of the things that Amanda had mentioned, like just the functional fitness has helped so many different things outside the gym. Um, like she'll, she'll sit on the floor now and we don't have to physically help her get up. Like three of us don't have to help her get up. She'll oh, get awesome. up on her own. She'll sit on the floor. She knows how to roll herself to her side and push herself up and stand up, um, which is really like that wasn't, we had to literally grab her under her arms and lift her up a lot of the time. Oh, wow. And wow. she's not light. So yeah, <laughs> she, I, it, it took a lot for us to like lift her up. Now she can get up on her own which is something my mom was like always worried about because mm -hmm. sometimes she'd be alone. And when Claire gets in one of her moods, she sometimes mm -hmm. will sit down and not get up mm -hmm. and my mom will need to move her Yep. and she can't do it alone. So right. now Claire knows that she'll get up and we actually have experienced less moods since okay. she started coming here. Um, she doesn't avoid like different things. Like sometimes she'll just go into her room and sit there for hours on end or days even sometimes. And that hasn't happened since we started coming here, I don't think actually. It's okay. really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of the other things that- Yeah, I mean, I like, think that like, honestly, just to stop you right there, like those are two really huge things that, you know, we take for granted, right? going from three people having to lip, lift Claire up off the floor if she were to sit down to her being able to do it by herself without the assistance of other people. I mean, not only one, does that improve or increase her independence and control over her own life, but it also like frees up your family to be, you know, 
I don't want to say tied down, but it, it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a little less dependence from, from someone else, I think. You know, especially like you said, if your mom is there alone with her now, mm -hmm. she doesn't really have to worry quite so much. Um, and then the, I mean, the other piece, like you can't gloss over the fact that you just said like she's had less like mood swings or different moods. Um, so a little bit more stable since mm -hmm. she's been coming here. I, I don't know. I think that's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like this is why, this is why I wanted to do the podcast to share. <laughs> just, you know, I think that again, we take for granted in our everyday lives. I think that CrossFit has had the same physical and mental impact on us, um, but we might not see it as much because we didn't have maybe quite as many limitations coming into CrossFit as Claire has. Yeah. Um, cool. Did you have anything else you wanted to add um, to that point? The one thing that Ashley had mentioned, she was like, we've, at the past, my, Ashley's worked with Claire for five years. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And every year in the winter, she's had Claire fall outside at some point. This year, I think she said that there was maybe one time that she fell mm -hmm. um, or came close to falling, but she was able to catch herself. Oh, wow. Like slipping on ice. She normally <clears throat> she normally wouldn't be able to catch herself. She would just go down. Yep. And then Ashley would have to struggle to get her back up. And she hasn't fallen. So her balance has become uh, really good, which is awesome. Yeah. Because like that's something that worries Ashley when they go mm -hmm. on walks because they go on lots of walks. Yep. Claire loves walking. Yeah, no, that's great. That's good, and I think you know all of like the single leg stuff that Amanda's doing with Claire is, you know, not only do we want her to be able to step in and out of a truck, but we also want to create the balance. So if she's ever on her own or on ice or in any kind of element, stepping up onto a curb, um, she can have the ability to do so safely. We also don't have to warn her anymore on our walks, like when there's a big crack or something oh. in the sidewalk. We used to have to like walk with our eyes down yeah. so that you could tell her, oh, there's a crack in the sidewalk, step up. You don't have to do that anymore, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, again, Because really you can cool. kind of just enjoy the walk now. Yeah, really awesome. I, I hadn't heard those last couple stories before. That's, no. <laughs> that's really cool. Thanks for sharing those, Lydia. Um, all right, so Amanda, you, you get really creative with Claire, and I'm, I'm not here for all your sessions. Once in a while, I try to come in and just observe and maybe clean the gym or fiddle behind the desk while you're here with her, and sometimes I get to work with Claire. Mm -hmm. um, but can you just share with us some of the ways that you've um, you know, adapted the movements that we do inside the gym with our regular classes to work for Claire? Uh, most of it is trial and error. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have this grand plan, <laughs> and then Claire comes in and does something. I'm like, that works better. So we're going <laughs> to yeah. go with that. Um, but I, I like the programming we have. Uh -huh. So I try and stick with it as close as possible. Like, we've done two opens now. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. And 2018 and 19, yeah. Claire has done. Yep. Awesome. done all the open workouts. And so that's a great chance for me to move the movements around a little bit, try and hit the same movement standards like uh, wall balls. We squat to a bench, we lifted a ball up and over a bar. So we weren't throwing it, awesome. throwing it because that catching and throwing would be a little difficult for us, but we we're still squatting and pushing, Yep. which is pretty much a wall ball. Yeah. And rowing was not our forte at first, but after taking the adapted cert yep. and learning you could take the second half of the rower off, 
She does enjoy rowing on occasion. <laughs> so <laughs> you, okay, so for the listeners that don't know what that mm -hmm. means, you can detach the rowers. So there's like a front half and a back half. Yes. So when you set up rowing for Claire, you it's take the back half off. Mm -hmm. So the there's window, no slide. There's no sliding seat. And then what does she sit on? Uh, we sit on the bench and then we pull the handle towards okay. our chest. Okay, great. So she's stationary. She's mm -hmm. not sliding, but she's still rowing. Yes. Um, handle in. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And then I also want to say thanks to Dave for making her her own barbell <laughs> because the PVC, we were doing like strict press or back squats and I could see she was like, okay, great. Like you gave me the PVC pipe. This is super light. Yep. But then the 15 pound bar was such a big jump. Yeah. And so I sent, I think a video to Dave I was like, why can't we make this? Cause I think it was like the adapted training Instagram had mm -hmm. like a barbell. He's like, oh yeah, I can make that in an afternoon. And he did. So you can clearly see it on display yep. in with the other 15 pound barbells. <laughs> but we've done strict press with a little bit of weight and like back squats. I think we got five pounds on there. There so was a video the other day of her strict pressing. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. And she's full range of motion. Full range of motion. Yeah. It was yeah. insane. I was watching it. I was like, I have never seen her go all the way over her head with straight elbows. Yep. It was insane. Yeah. It was great. I love so it. So the, the addition of and the bar and the PVC pipe barbell is a little bit heavier than the PVC pipe, so it's also great. Like yep. we don't have to add weight if we don't need to. Right. But okay, awesome. Yeah, it's just and Instagram has <clears throat> so many great like different things to watch. So I'll see people doing rope climb like rope climbs, but then they'll segue to a person pulling a weight up and over a bar. So like uh, there's a yeah. rope and you're kind of doing like a like a pulley. Rope climb. Yeah, a pulley. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like we can do that, I, mm -hmm. you know? And then I just add weight as we go. We, usually, we always start lighter, just like any member, until we get the movement down. Mm -hmm. And then we can add weight. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. it. Yeah, I think it's great that she can, you know, she uses the same equipment. When I'm here with her, she always wants to use the medicine balls for something. <laughs> I don't know if that's the same when you're with her, Amanda. <laughs> she like, be like after her bike, she beelines it right to the medicine balls. She likes the purple one. Sometimes she'll grab a red or yellow one. Um, so when I work with her, I try, always try to incorporate some sort of mm -hmm. medicine ball movement. Um, but yeah, I, I, my point was, I, I love that like the equipment that we have in here, it's pretty minimal. There's nothing too fancy, no fancy machines. Um, you know, we can do pretty much the same movements mm -hmm. um, with that. So that's awesome. Cool. All right. So looking ahead a little bit, Lydia, I'm going to go back to you. Are there any specific things that like you and your family um, hope to see for Claire's future or in Claire's future that you think you know CrossFit could help with or or has helped with? Uh, just keeping up with the like mobility and um, being able to balance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, we're not quite there yet, but we she holds her arms up by her chest when she walks and doesn't mm -hmm. let them swing. Yep. And recently it's gone down. They're still very stiff, but they're down by her sides now. Yep. So eventually we want her to be able to walk with her arms nice and loose and um, yeah. like just have that mobility to not hold herself so stiff all the time. Um, just keeping developing the strength. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's lost a significant amount of weight actually since starting because I think she's just more active and yep. she can do more than what she did when she first started. So she's lost weight and we're hoping to keep that off. Awesome. She's not as sedentary at home, just sitting, watching Great. her iPad. 
her favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that's awesome. And then I'm sure, you know, there's probably some element of, like, you know, building independence yeah. with her. Oh, so yeah. as she grows up, I mean, she's 25 now, but as she continues to grow up, um, she'll be maybe hopefully be able to do more and more on her own. Yeah, definitely yeah. doing more on her own. Um, I, once my parents can't take care of her, I'm going to be her caregiver. So okay. I, I'm like looking, I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually excited to do that. Yeah. But like knowing that she'll be able to do things and I'll know that she will be safe doing things like going upstairs on her own, going downstairs on her own, not being nervous that she's going to fall on something. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so why do you guys... Why do you guys think it's important that we, I mean, I approached you about this podcast and you guys both were like all over it. Yep. Let's do it. Love talking about Claire. Lydia. I know you do. Um, Amanda, you, you know, you have great stories of working with Claire. Why do you guys think it's important that we, you know, share with the public what's going on here with Amanda and Claire? To show that anyone can do CrossFit, like it's adaptable to anyone of any ability literally what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Anyone of any ability can walk in and we can get you moving safely. Mm-hmm. It might not be that week, that month. It might be a couple of months down the road, but you'll see the benefits if you stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, yeah. I think it's huge. And again, just because, you know, we've got, it's just a wide spectrum. We've got, you know, Amanda's working one-on-one and then we also offer group classes that sometimes there's like 15 or 20 people, but the product end result is all really similar no matter you know how many people you're working with or you know how you you know your limitations or strengths when you come in that's really cool sweet so if someone um were in your family's situation lydia where they have a disabled child and they want um you know they they are looking for some sort of like outlet or recreation um, or something to help them build independence, what advice would you give them about CrossFit? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> just come do it. Just try it. Um, I, I highly recommend it. I, I come in contact with quite a few mm-hmm. individuals with disabilities just because my sister's network and everything. Yeah. Um, and I know that the network that she works through um, is very interested in the whole in her doing CrossFit and wants to develop somehow get more kids into it. Mm-hmm. They've seen what it has done for her and they definitely want it to be available to more people. So reach out to wherever you are and yeah. like and see if you can do it. Absolutely. Good. And and again, like we didn't have a set program already running before Claire. We kind of, you know, you as one of our coaches and members said hey i think my sister wants to do this can we try it so for anyone that's listening out there that's not in Cortland, like you know reach out to the local people wherever you are local gyms or i say crossfit specifically because we have a really you know we have a really great thing going on there's coaching there's community um so yeah reach out and you never know you know what the answer might be and you might see huge huge results we're now two <laughs> two years in um and still going strong so awesome thank you guys for sharing that and lydia thank you to your family for um you know wanting to share claire's story here at crossfit of course <laughs> yeah 
Um, all right, so you two, Amanda and Lydia, you guys are my guests on my podcast. So you guys are gonna get the same rapid fire questions that I ask all of my guests here. So they don't have to be long or, or complicated. They don't have to be related to the topic, just for fun. Um, question number one, and Amanda, I'll have you start. What's uh, one book that you've gifted to others the most or a book that's made an impact on your life? Um, it's How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I think it was written in the 30s. I could be wrong, don't quote me on that. Mm -hmm. But it was just a great book about how interactions go and how you can better those interactions. So you can get people not to do what you want, but how to understand how other people work. Awesome. So it was, I don't know, I loved it. And I, I don't read books, I listen to audiobooks. Yeah. But it was, same. I loved it. It was a full little story. So if you need something, definitely try that one. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've heard that recommended from other people too. So definitely on the, on the must read list. Lydia, what about you? Dr. Seuss, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Oh, that's a great I one. I was gifted it um, my senior year from my gymnastics team. And then I've gifted it several times um, to graduating seniors. Uh, but it's just, I go back and read it every once in a while. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, this book is, yeah, this book is special. Gives you the feels. <laughs> awesome, cool. Um, question number two: What's one unusual habit or absurd thing that you love? I love mugs. I have a <laughs> lot of coffee mugs, and they're all different shapes and sizes and animals. And my roommates say I have too many, but I say I don't. <laughs> so you're gonna get more now that. You know, now that we've like advertised that yes. you love you love mugs. I would love that. Okay, <laughs> Lydia, what about you? I am a Disney snob, um, so we'll play Disney music sometimes when Amanda's in here with Claire. Uh -huh. And uh, before the like before the intro of the song even ends, I can tell you what song it is and what movie it's from. Oh wow! So yeah, play any Disney Disney music, and I'll be like this from this. <laughs> I will be sure not to play any Disney music. <laughs> and if it's from the live action or the original. Yes, I can tell if it's from the live action or the original. <laughs> it's quite a gift you've got there, Lydia. <laughs> you've worked hard to earn that skill, I bet. Um, and then lastly, what do you love most about living in Cortland? Besides the people I've met, it's the ability to go, like I can go hiking or kayaking within minutes. So I just throw the kayaks on top of my car, down the road I go. Mm -hmm throw it in Little York, like growing up on Long Island, I didn't have, well, A, we don't, we didn't have forests or like woods <laughs> to walk in, so that's a plus. But it's just the landscape around, you can do anything. Yeah. That's really awesome. true. <laughs> I never thought of that. I grew up here. Um, I went away for four years to college and came back. My whole family is here. My brother, my mom, my dad, my sister still lives here. Um, I've developed a very strong community support system with all the different jobs that I have here in Cortland. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's why I stay here because I love the people here. Yeah, awesome, good people and the environment. Mm -hmm. That'll do it. Well, ladies, um, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate that you guys did this to share your story with Claire, your sister. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>